Greetings. How are you out there? Second week of 2021. Robbie McDonald here. And I do hope you're hanging in. It's tough times out there. I wanted to um, check in. Quick little mini-sode about something that's been on my mind for a few days, and it's the idea of permanent potential. And if you're not familiar with even what that means, it, it, it's, that's fair. <laughs> um, but I first came across it not long ago when I read Gabor Mate's book, Scattered Minds, for the first time. And he, he uses it, um, he's actually quoting a patient of his who says, I feel like a woman of permanent potential. And I just... I felt a little sob escape my throat when I read that because looking back on my life now as um, a 53-year-old woman um, who has been described as a person of potential many, many times in my life, uh, it really hits home for me. And there are so many examples and uh, here's one that I can just pull out of recent memory. Um, Not long after I moved to Vancouver, I... I had to stay with my mom for a short period of time, and which was mortifying. But uh, she pulled out this old letter of mine. And my mom is not one to keep correspondence. She's very few things that she hangs on to. And this just happened to be one of them. It was a letter that I wrote to her in 1987. I was um, traveling through Europe on a train with my friend Denise. We were on the way to Greece. And we were on the train in Germany at the time. And I was describing in very swoony and vivid detail the castles and the rivers and the landscape. And I announced quite vehemently that I knew at that point that I was meant to be a writer and that was going to be my life's work. And this is, and that's that. (laughs) Um, And of course, um, what ended up happening is uh, there's all kinds of things that happened on that trip. And there's a lot of drama that would be best unpacked elsewhere. At any rate, I didn't actually get my first professional byline until 2001. Wrote that letter in 1987. So it it's not for lack of desire. It's not for lack of um, for talent, skill, um, even capacity or understanding that my ADHD brain wasn't always able to see things through and why I spent a lot of my life always on the cusp of things or always describing the things that were announcing the things that I thought I was going to do and then didn't end up being able to complete. So it's something I'm really looking forward to talking to uh, Jordan about in more detail uh, and hopefully invite um, somebody who has some um, expertise in this area to talk about it, uh, somebody maybe from the neuroscience community. Uh, because as I said to Jordan in one of our conversations re- recently, um, one of the reasons it took me so dang long to get back into school is because, so I dropped out of grade 12 after an emotional incident with a friend, and that was enough to scare me off of school, literally. And um <laughs> Because I went to 12 different schools growing up, getting transcripts to get into university was a logistical and administrative um, horror show. I just couldn't even fathom or do it or be on the phone for the amount of time that it took to, to make those kinds of things happen. And I didn't have any support in that. So I went back to school in my early 30s because I could go as an adult student. And 
and not have to justify my existence or prove my worth um, in order to get in, to get an education. Uh, so just saying that um, potential and unrealized potential and permanent potential is a heartbreaking thing. It's something I'm looking back on now um, with a no small amount of grief. I really feel like I've missed out in some ways. On the other hand, I, I feel that the way my life has lived out um, so far has actually been very rich. I've had some really incredible experiences. I've been able to travel a lot. I know some wonderful people. I have been able to finish three books. Um, but I had a really kind of a funny chat with my dad at Christmas when I explained to him that I discovered recently that I have ADHD and he chuckled and said, oh, is that why you didn't finish that book project in 2012? And I went, oh, boy, that book project. So I had traveled back to Ontario where I grew up to do research for a book called Inappropriate that I was going to write about this young woman and her shenanigans uh, in uh, New York City. So I also went and stayed for a short time in Brooklyn doing research and um, gathered all this research uh, and went back to Calgary and panicked about money because I was broke and got a job and then moved to Vancouver and the project didn't get finished. Um, so yeah, maybe that's something to look at too. So if you're out there and you're somebody who has been told in your life that why do you always start things and don't finish them? Or you have so many great ideas. Why can't you just see them through? Um, it, it could very well be a function of the your ADHD brain. I know in my case that has a huge influence on um, how I approach work and projects and I need very specific containers and guidelines and systems and deadlines to get things uh, finished. So um, looking forward to unpacking this in a further episode and again I do hope you're okay out there uh, in these um, really tough times that we're living in and take care and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.